0: Welcome to Dodgers Daily, Casey Porter here, so glad that you decided to tune in. Fans, we have a very, very, very special guest today, infielder in the Dodgers organization that got drafted last summer out of Boston College, Joe Vetrano, a big dude. You're going to want to see this guy. He joins Dodgers Daily, so Joe, thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Okay, man, when I when I first saw that you got drafted by the Dodgers, of course, I'm a huge college baseball fan, so I knew all about you from BC and all that Super pumped about it. The two things that I knew that were really cool that I really wanted to talk to you about the most, one was that your dad was NYPD in New York City. That's really cool. A guy from Oklahoma. And then also that you got to play with him and she at Boston College. So address those two issues right off the bat.
1: Yeah, I mean, growing up, obviously, dad was a lieutenant NYPD. uh, At times, a little scary, but uh, definitely felt safe and secure in the house and Obviously, how had to follow the rules and everything, but I think it's made me a better person for sure. And, yeah, Emmett Sheehan, man, one of my best friends. And, you know, when I got drafted, he FaceTimed me. And, you know, he's always someone I can call when I need help or advice. And he's been great to me. He's been like a big brother for me for sure. Um, So, yeah, super grateful to be in the organization with Emmett.
0: So, Shrub Oak, where you're from, about, what, 45 miles, probably an hour and a half with traffic from New York City. Would that be right? Yep. Yes, sir. Wow. So your dad made that commute every time he went into work, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he, what's even more crazy, he never missed a baseball game, man. He was, he's wow. at every one of them. He was working overtime, sleeping on the couch. And uh, yeah, super grateful for him for sure.
0: So I got to ask had you, being a New York guy, had you guys ever been out to California or out west or spent any time out there? Did you have any idea what you were getting into?
1: <laughs> Honestly, I, I was there for probably a week for like the area code games. Um, mm-hmm. No, I've never stayed out there longer than a week, um, but I love it, man. It's beautiful weather, good people, so uh, I'm, I'm fired
0: up for it, for sure. It's, it's awesome. You probably learned real fast that baseball and warm weather is a lot better than baseball and cold weather, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. I don't have a lot of
1: warm weather over here, but uh, yeah, in Arizona, and California, it's nice to play ball, for sure.
0: All right, man, let's take you back to your days there at Lakeland High. Shrub Oak new york and you're a gatorade player of the year 2019 you were an unbelievable two-way pitcher also i always like to mention this you know you you're on the honors list the dean's honor list both in college and in high school i think that's very important that people understand tremendous career there back at lakeland high school shrub oak talk about your two-way career and taking your team to the two-sectional championships
1: yeah i mean those those guys are like my best friends they still are today and uh Coach Casey, all the coaches there, they they did a, a great job in, you know, just making me a better man, honestly. Um, you know, baseball is always something that, like, I had. Um, but in high school, they really turned me into a man and showed me how I should play the game and how I should act, and I needed that more than anything. Um, Coach Casey, I mean, he's like my second father. I talk to him all the time, like, call him every day. Uh, he's a great guy and super grateful. And luckily, things fell our way and we were able to win two section championships. Um think we could have got three, but I wasn't able to play senior year because of COVID. Um, So I'll say 3 Pete, but unofficially. Uh, But yeah, Lakeland, I mean, it's been an awesome time there. And I'm super grateful to have the coaches and and my friends there that really helped me and pushed me to get to where I am today, for sure.
0: You know, the Dodgers have two guys that went to Hofstra there in New York City, in Austin, Gothier, and then John Rooney, and then Dylan Ashotka, also went there. He's a pitching coach. He was actually the hitting coach there at I'm sure you guys exchanged uh-huh. some stories of Hostra there in the New York area. And then St. John's Jeff Belge, I don't know if you know him or not, but he is with the Dodgers for a while. He went to St. John's, so there's great college baseball in the New York City area. What drew you to Boston? Um honestly the the distance from home really I wanted to be at a place that, you know, my family can
1: come and, you know, drive off and get dinner with me or, you know, watch a weekend series in in the cold weather. Um but, uh, yeah, it was just a good fit for me. I loved Coach Gambino. I loved the coaching staff. Loved the academics there. Um, definitely used baseball to get into a place with good academics. Um, but, yeah, it was awesome. It was a great time there. I wouldn't have changed anything.
0: Boy, when you drive up to Chestnut Hill, it just takes your breath away, doesn't it?
1: It really does. It's special, special
0: place. Okay, so when you got there, you were still a two-way guy. You're, you're a really good pitcher. Got to pitch quite a bit your first year there in 2021, and then in 2022, shut it down, became a basically just a one-way go at it, and obviously that's been very successful. So so why'd you ditch the left-handed pitching?
1: Well, it's a lot on the body, first off, yeah. um, but honestly, my passion was in the box. I just love competing in the box. Um, it was actually one game. Uh, I hit a home run, and then Coach Gambino was like, hey, go to the pen. You're going to come in. I was like, all right, went in uh university of south florida that's where we were um getting the game three home runs in one inning just absolutely shelling me and i was like i went in the dugout i was like yeah i just like i'm done coach and he was like all right and then next week we talked about me possibly pitching in like a midweek and then it never happened and that's when i knew it was done and i was just focusing in the box and i'm really happy about it uh that's what i want to do and you know, luckily, Coach Gambino, someone, you know, he's very honest. You could really talk to him. He's an open guy. Um, so, luckily, I had him there to kind of help me through it and guide me, you know, into just being a full-time first baseman. So, uh, I'm grateful, but I'm lucky it's it's done. For Going
0: sure. back to Coach Casey in high school, you talk about Coach Gambino there at BC. You sound like a guy that likes to get really close to having relationships with your teammates and your coaches. That seems like that's something very important to you. And, hey, that's something that the Dodgers love doing so I would imagine you took right to the Dodgers' culture.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the way I play. I like to know people. I like I love to know my teammates. I love to know the coaches. Um, I think it kind of it helps winning. You know, it builds a, a good culture, and it, it helps the team succeed. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very into, you know, knowing my teammates' backgrounds, knowing, knowing the coaches' backgrounds, and, you know, just getting to know people and making friendships. That's what I'm about, and I love playing that way. So I'm
0: going to continue to do it. I just love it. Yeah. Hey, what is the baseball like in the New York City area? Just the New York area where you grew up? Is it pretty good around there? Pretty good, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, I'd
1: say, you know, a little disadvantaged because of the weather. You know, you're in cages a lot, uh, turf facilities all the time, but you got to get the work in. You got to get it done. Um, some good players come out of here, and you just you just got to put the work in and stay consistent. You know, yeah, it no sucks doubt. In
0: cages and stuff, but you just got to do it. No doubt. Okay, so Boston College, you get drafted fifth round, the Dodgers. Yeah, I, you go know, growing up in New York, I doubt you grew up a Dodgers fan. I think we could probably honestly say that. So, whenever you heard the name Dodgers and and all of that fifth round, what were your emotions? Where were you at? How'd all that go for you?
1: Uh, I mean, it was unbelievable. When I kind of, I knew like probably thirty seconds before the pick, and I had like probably fifty people here, friends, family, all with me. It was awesome, um, and yeah, Dodgers so historic and just. Yeah. Such a great organization. I could not be happier. Um, and it was a loaded draft class, too. So, like, I didn't know what was going to happen because, you know, guys from senior year of high school, this is kind of like the draft, and it's all combined. So I was like, oh, I don't know where I'm going to go, but hopefully it's a good spot. It's a good fit for me. And I was, I was set on going pro. I didn't want to stay another year. This has always been a dream of mine to play professional baseball and never had a plan B. So
0: this is always plan A, and I'm just super grateful it worked out good. And I'm in a great organization. No doubt about that. So you get drafted. You eventually made it out to Rancho, but take us through your time after you got drafted between that and when you got to Rancho, what, what types of things did they have you doing?
1: Yeah. So I was out there and it was like a a draft camp. They called it like a mini draft camp. I was there for a week about maybe like two days after a week, but um, I was there and they kind of introduced us to, to the organization, you know, teach us about the retired numbers, all the Dodger history, the great Dodger history. Um, working out we're on the field we're lifting introducing us to like the strength guys and nutrition and all that so it was awesome they really they really uh introduced us well and it was so organized and they kind of gave us a good base as soon as we got there which is great you know because th- they gave us a little like introduction to everything every little piece which is good because you know it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable um so they did a great job with that and it was just awesome to meet all the guys in the draft class and everyone is so nice, great kids, and. You know, just super pumped.
0: Really cool that it seems like you're the type of guy that's been been taught the perspective to take things in as they happen. You know, so many times we get goal-oriented, and we don't even look back and enjoy the process because we're, we just want to get to our goal as fast as we can. But it really seems like you took in the draft, you took in college, you took in your high school experience, you took in getting to be at the Rancho, and you're just kind of taking it in one step at a time, haven't you? Yeah, I mean – this
1: game everything goes by so quick and you know i've always had the goal of getting drafted the goal of you know playing my first you know professional game my first professional hit and i definitely you know i'm taking pictures of the ball my first hit you know obviously had the videos of the drafts and everything uh so i'm trying to cherish them but at the same time it's hard sometimes it doesn't sink in like when i got drafted i mean i don't even know if it's still sunk in honestly (laughs) i'm just like i look at the video i'm like wow like that happened um but it's awesome. I mean, I try and take it in because you know you work so hard. You got to be, you got to be grateful a little bit and try and let it all sink in.
0: I promise you, it sunk into mom and dad whenever you went all the way across to California, and, and right. Joe's all the way you know two thousand miles away. Right? How they deal with that? <laughs> yeah, Mama of Toronto was a
1: little upset, but uh, she was she flew out to us, uh, Stockton to watch a, a week series, and you know she couldn't be happier and just watching me play um it, it's truly
0: special, and I'm so grateful that they're able to watch me play professional baseball all right man you're known for you're known for your massive exit velos we'll get into some some kind of fun stuff with that here in a minute but the massive exit velos where did all that come from i mean it, you hit the ball as hard as anybody in professional baseball honestly I don't
1: know I mean since a young age, I mean my dad would have this this where I'm at was unfinished unfinished basement, so I've always had the net and the tee, and I would just hit you know, before dinner, after dinner, before school, after school, and I was just hitting the basement and just all day. That's When I wasn't hanging out with my friends, I was just hitting. So, honestly, I think it came from that, just the bat speed, always constantly hitting. So, uh, yeah, luckily I have some good exit VLOs. I'm able to hit the ball hard. Um, so, yeah, it's been fun. So hopefully I continue to hit it hard.
0: You mentioned some of your structure that you had hitting in the nets and taking advantage of every second you had to get better at baseball. So I'm sure you, you've translated that to your off season. Tell us about your routine where you're at and what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I'm lifting four times a week, uh, hitting and, you know, doing defense almost like every day, so just trying to stay ready. I'm not sure when I'm reporting yet, um, but am going to be ready to go and just super excited, you know, to get out there in the warm weather and, you know, get on fields and stuff. Uh, so it'll be fun and, you know, just trying to be ready when they call me.
0: Do you have a group of uh, professionals where you're at right now where you can work out with, or is it just kind of whoever you can find? there's actually a kid who was drafted
1: in the I think it was the second round Sammy Stuffer with the Reds. Uh, he's a good player so he's around my area too. I haven't met up with him yet but I'm sure I'm going to be hitting with him soon for sure. He's a great kid and uh, yeah but just him basically that you know that I'm going to hit with probably.
0: You had a short season so it's not a huge sample but I'm sure you found out a lot of the things that that you probably realize hey I'm pretty good at this. Some of the things you realize well I probably need to get better at that. So Take us through some of those things. What are the things that you think you that that you're surprised at? Hey, I am good enough at this at right now. What are some of the things that hit you the most that you need to work on the most? Um, I'd say, uh, I'd say the power. You know, obviously, I, like
1: you get to the next level, you're like, oh, I hope, hope my power number is still there. And you know, I saw a flash of that. I flew out to the warning child, I couldn't even tell you. Me and Dylan were laughing like. What is, what is going on? Every time just to the warning track. Um, but I felt good about that. Like I was in a good spot. And something I want to improve on is my strikeouts. I take pride in like being a power guy that doesn't strike out too much. You know, I know I'm going to have my strikeouts and my streaks, um, but I want to be that guy that's going to, you know, hit a long ball, but he's also, you know, going to slap a single if he needs to, you know. So I take pride in, you know, not being that typical power guy who like strikes out a hundred times. Um, that's not something I want to do. So, uh, yeah, just taking pride and uh, not striking out a lot and, you know, just cutting them down. So I'm just continuing to work on that.
0: You went into the draft or went into the Rancho. You were drafted with Jake Gelob and, and Kenny and all those guys. And, I mean, it was a great draft class. It's super exciting. One of the really cool things is without necessarily the rookie ball now they did away with Ogden a couple of years ago, that you guys actually get to get to an affiliate in your short season that's a really cool thing and inject some energy so what was it like getting to play with Jake and Kenny and Jordan and Sam and all these guys that got drafted in your draft class
1: oh it was awesome everyone is just such a great person and uh you know we're all pretty much similar in the fact that you know we, we like to win um so we were doing anything we could to you know just win and you know try and just keep pushing to that championship and uh it, it was truly unbelievable I mean I roomed with Jordan he Great kid, you know, one of my good friends now, even Jake. I'm going to live with Jake in uh, spring training. So just they're all great people and great baseball players, all of them. Uh, So, yeah, just
0: super excited to get back with them and start hanging out with them again. Okay, Joe, you ready to answer some fun questions so Dodgers fans can get to know you a little bit better? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. All right. Rumor has it that there was somewhat of a back and forth between you and Jake Geloff. You just mentioned uh, mentioned that you guys were drafted together last summer. You're going to room together at spring training and all that. There was a competition between who hit the ball furthest. I won't tell you who Dylan said he thought hit the ball the hardest. So, okay, between you and Jake Geloff, who hits the ball harder? Oh,
1: I okay I'll just say we both have our moments where we hit the ball harder than each other I'm not gonna say one hits it harder but Jake's an unbelievable player and uh he hits the ball very hard so I'd say we're the, we're the same we're the same unless he comes on and says
0: differently then we'll have to then know, it's on have to get
1: back on and
0: yeah yeah a <laughs> oh, fantastic do you guys feed off each other like oh yeah you think you hit that ball hard right well watch this you ever do any of that Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we're in the same BP group
1: and, you know, when I see him launch a ball in my head, I'm like, all right, Jake, I'm going to have to launch it farther. So
0: it gets a little competitive, but it's good. <laughs> all right. Fantastic. What is more exciting, getting a huge out of the mound like you did at Boston College and back in high school or getting a big or hitting a big home run? Hitting a big home run. Uh, it's special. Especially like celebrating with your
1: teammates after you hit it, you're fired up. And, man, some my body sometimes just goes numb just because I'm so fired up. Uh but yeah, definitely hitting a home run for me.
0: What is the coldest environment that you ever had to play a baseball game in in New York or Boston College? When
1: I was at BC, we
0: played UConn in a midweek game. And oh my God,
1: we went back to the to the box score and the weather. It has like the weather. And it, the weather said ice skating weather. It probably wasn't even legal to be playing baseball. That's how cold it was. But we got the game in, got the got the win, and... You know, went back home,
0: but man, it was freezing. Do you have any unusual talents? I'd like to say I'm a decent poker player. Oh, nice. Nice. That's going to be big yeah, in that's the clubhouse. That's exactly. Exactly. Okay. The, this is your chance to thank all the people. You know, anytime you have a guy like Joe Vetrano who's had as much success as you've had, high school, college, professional baseball, there's a lot of people along the way that have helped and touched your life, I'm sure this is your chance to thank whoever you want to thank. Oh man, I'd say first and foremost, my family.
1: They sacrificed so much for me to just get to this point. Um, high school coaches, you know, Bill Casey, as you mentioned, uh, everyone there has just been unbelievable for me. It truly turned me into a better man at Lakeland and then Coach Gambino and his staff further developed me, developing me into a better man. Um, I've just been around some great people and you know, they really helped me get to this point. Even in Summer Bowl, I mean, the Appalachian League. I had um, Rick Magnanti. He was a former scout. He truly helped me get back into the transition to just hitting. Uh, there's just so many people that you know have been in my corner and have helped me and pushed me to been here. Dan Gray, hitting coach. There's so so many people, and I'm just truly so lucky to uh to be in this spot. And it's all because of them. I didn't do it on my own. So truly special and just grateful.
0: We have a running narrative on your manager there at Rancho Cucamonga. John Shoemaker, and that is that nobody seems like they've ever seen him out of uniform. <laughs> you ever seen him out of uniform? He's very professional, right? Very
1: professional. Maybe one time on the bus, like where I really looked at him, I was like, oh, wow, Shoes out of uniform. But, shoe, he's unbelievable, man. He's such a great guy and truly helps you transition into professional baseball better. He truly does. I've had a lot of, a lot of conversation with him, and, you know, he's unbelievable, and I'm, I'm super grateful he's there, too.
0: All right, Joe. Hey, man, this has been an absolute pleasure to get to meet Like I said, I followed you in your college career there at Boston College. Super excited when I saw you got drafted with the Dodgers. Followed you as much as I could when you're at Rancho. They need to get a video stream up for their home games so we can watch that video of all the Rancho games. But, hey, Joe, I know you're super busy, and so I thank you so much for joining Dodgers Daily. Hopefully this isn't the last time we talk. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for having
1: me.